Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal here, coming to you on a Thursday morning, spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon, producing this mess of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. I don't know if you guys were around for the Peaky Blinders, um... Uh, mafia hockey talk before the podcast. Maybe that'll be in the wrap up show, but um, I don't think we're going to be talking about this stuff too much with football coming up. Shaq boy, oh boy, 21 days away, uh, three weeks from tonight, kicking things off and hard knocks. Gotta say B plus a I'm giving it so far. I really, I think the format is pretty good in fighting with the team Aaron Rodgers, very likable, would you say? I mean, I don't know. Spaghetti seems to have called this, but I feel like Rodgers would go out of his way to become like a mysterious weirdo. Not the case in the first couple episodes, at least, Shaq. Well, let me just say very quickly, NFL football is nigh, but college football is nigher. Oh, yeah. We have Notre Dame and Navy. That's not an complete that's not a mm-hmm. that's not a completely bum game. 20 and a half. The Irish are laying there. Yep. I mean, we're in we're in single digits until that game in terms of days until that one kicks off. Um, but yes, hard knocks, another good episode specifically for Aaron Rodgers. Yes tremendously likable in an easy going sort of yeah. devil may care kind of way about him. Every, every note he strikes is a winning one. I feel like I thought the moment with uh, Makai Becton was nice. You know, he's talking to this young guy who's been kind of troubled in terms of health and everything. And he's just like, let's get, let's get a lunch, man. Let's, let's get a lunch. I, I, I like him very much. Mm-hmm. Just, I just encourage you. To remember, they are not the only team in the AFC. That's it. I get it. You're excited about them. Guess what? AFC, full of great teams. It's not denigrating the Jets to say, I don't know. Maybe they're not going to be as good as we feel. When you watch those 60 minutes, you're like, what's stopping them from the title game? Right. The other 15 teams in the in the conference. It is, it is interesting because it's, as you say, like, don't be fooled by the illusion. And the episode started with... Uh, an illusionist, a mentalist. What do they call it? That guy who that was wild. I could have watched an hour of that. Martin, did you catch that? Or somehow Aaron Rodgers ended up with a goldfish in his lap. But um, not only did not only did I catch it, but uh, me and Mario rewound it like five times <laughs> to see if we could figure out the scam. Yeah, like <laughs> trying to figure out what it was. I got the number one down. I figured that one out. What was oh, it? You right? Tell me. How well, got- I explain. Tell us. <laughs> so before he says. Uh, he calls Michael Carter down, yeah. and in this whole spiel, he goes 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. He says 10. And then goes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. And then he's like, he says something else, and then he's like, Michael Carter, what number are you thinking of? Like, visualize yourself running out of the tunnel, blah, 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 and he comes out with 10. Yeah. So we figured that when he lists off those numbers like that, 10 is just blazing in your brain. And he led him towards you know 10, so but he still doesn't have to say 10. He, I, I saw that too. Yeah, he mentioned 10 twice or led him towards it. But for God's sakes, you're taking a little bit of a chance there in front of that group, no? Would that happen to you, Martin? Do you think you would oh. be 
you, you could be that pliable. No way. You would have a number in your head. If somebody said, what number do you want to wear? You wouldn't go to like what some guy you just met 30 seconds ago said. Don't you have a preset? Like if Martin was in the NFL, Dave, here's the number I would wear. I would have thought so. And I agree with you right now in this moment. However, two Super Bowls ago, I was at a Super Bowl party with one of these jokers. <laughs> and, and I tell you what, he had me going hook, line and sinker. I was all over the place. I was pulling quarters from behind the ear, goldfish out of the shoe. It was, I mean, I was, it was ridiculous. I would check. I it think was you'd, ridiculous. You'd, you'd, I was, you'd be I was the same way, but four I, diamonds all the way. I think I'd be fighting it. Okay. All right. He wants me to say 10. He wants me to say 10. I can say any sure. other number other than 10, two digit number. I'm okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, 74, you know, like a, anything else, but, but I loved it. I thought, I don't know. I'm like, um, this guy is better than a lot of the assistant coaches I'm watching right now. Why don't make, why don't you make him in charge of, of something? He seems to have control over a lot that uh, everybody else doesn't see. Uh, make him in charge of time management or something. But yeah, I could have watched that that goldfish stuff for an hour. I could too. But he's a, for the record, though. Now that you bring it up, I hadn't considered it much until now. But this mentalist thing: mm. Do magicians dislike this guy because he's just a magician? Mm-hmm. But he's decided to give himself a different name. Is that clever? Mm. On his part, does he feel like there's a stink on magic and he doesn't want to be a because he does. It's a it's a clever play. Yeah. It's like, I'm not doing magic. He here. kept mentioning I'm that. inside your brain. Yeah, right. I, we have a mutual friend, Adam De La Pena, who wrote for The Man Show with us and you uh, did other projects with him. And uh, I have a feeling he would answer your question uh, ju- just how you're saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are full of crap. Yeah. Who, who do they think they are? You know what it is? No, it is, Dave. It's, it's, it's the analytics community. That's yeah. who they are. The mentalists <laughs> are the analytics people. So they're talking about EPA per play and all this other type right. of stuff. When you're tried and true musicians are just like, no, pick a card, any card. Mm-hmm. You know, that might be it. They understand at a higher plane, Dave. That's what you don't get. You're I, not understanding. Don't you see the EPA per play that is right there? Okay. I I've, I've, I, I love watching the televangelists and everything else. And, you know, <laughs> you ma- magicians are there. Oh, I love it. Oh, I, I, I they're not on as much no. as they used to be. But boy, I used to love watching guys get I, I for real. Oh, when, when this doesn't hurt anybody's yeah. feelings. <clears throat> Nothing better than watching people get healed because it's like those people can't be actors. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, same here. I, I, I this does me reacting to magic tricks uh, and swooning over them make me seem like I'm a child. Yeah, it does. But I but for real, how did that goldfish in the plastic know. thing get in Aaron Rodgers' hands? Like, how did that happen? He had it. He like did like this with a deck of cards. <laughs> like, how did the guys do it? How, unless Aaron Rodgers is in on it? How would it possibly right. get into his mitts like that? Yeah, you, I can't get over it. And and the other question is, I'm I'm sure like a few minutes after they said goodbye to this guy and then they had to break down plays and like, no, 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 we can't go on with anything the rest of the day until I find out why this goldfish right. and not a giraffe was in my lap. Um, You know, uh, a few minutes. I'd like better. a lot of questions to be asked of Aaron Rodgers, but right. now the top of the list is like, Look us in the eyes now, man. Yeah. Did you have, were you in on this? Cause it doesn't make any sense. You didn't freak out nearly enough. Right. Um, for somebody who, who just found a goldfish between his, yeah. uh, it was wild. Yeah. But anyway, yes, Another the rest thing of the episode was That great didn't too. make sense, though. We all predicted that the Dalvin Cook thing, which the news that he signed with the Jets, I guess oh, yeah. he didn't officially sign until yesterday. I don't know how it works, but, uh, 
That didn't appear in the episode. I thought they were teasing it. Robert Salas walking off the field like we need something. It was after a bad practice or scrimmage. Like we need something. This team needs something. I'm like, okay, now the Dalvin, nothing, nothing with Dalvin Cook. So I guess they locked the episode Monday afternoon-ish. They couldn't add anything, but uh, that was strange to me. Martin, uh, no Dalvin Cook in there. I guess we have to wait till next week. Yeah, I guess so. But I will say this. Uh, speaking of next week, mm-hmm. shout out to CJ Mosley for making the rookies do it over again. That rookie show was, I mean, yeah, bad news. I mean, I understand that HBO felt like they had to include it because just like, you know, we would have been like, well, where's the rookie mm-hmm. show? Yeah, do it again next week, Brooks. This is not my first hard knocks. I expect better. I I expect and I suspect that HBO and the league and everybody was very keen on that particular scene and got their mitts on it and said, okay. You want to do some hazing? It's got to qualify under our terms here because hazing is, uh, you know, look down. Right. And so, okay, if you're going to do a quick three-second dance or something, that seems fine. What do you guys, are you guys going to throw paper at that? Okay, all right, no one throw a shoe because we're going to be in trouble if that happens. I think that was probably one of the more overproduced um, segments on the show, I would say. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, the... It- the camera crews now, what, 15 years, 20 years into Hard Knocks and, and, and other documentary kind of stuff. That's probably been the greatest gift to rookies mm. in pro football, because I'm sure a couple of generations ago, remember when people reacted 10, 15 years ago, like how dare they uh, tape a guy, duct tape a guy to the goalpost. Right. I'm sure it got much worse than that when there were no cameras around. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I don't have to tell anybody on this little zoom as we record here, I'm sure we've all had our experiences in high school with the hazing that happens to freshmen on teams. That's right. I made a team once or twice. Um, yeah. They didn't care as much because they're like, you're not really on the team, Dave. Like you're kind of like the already the clown of the team. Um, so we don't have to haze you twice, but I watched some nasty stuff happen to the guys yeah. along the way. So they probably have been spared. You know what is who's not spared the dolphins. Did you see Taron Armstead? All of a sudden now, his so he's he's the Jenga piece right. of the Miami Dolphins. This could scuttle my three to one play. My my uh, Miami Dolphins. Um, They've had a weird pick. off season since you picked them. I'm not saying it's because because you picked them, but Tua announces, "Well, I was close to retirement." Now this Armstead thing, Tyreek Hill in a little bit of trouble. They don't get Dalvin Cook. Well, I'm missing but I something. Mean, yeah, yeah, and they don't get Dalvin Cook. Yeah. The Jets do. That doesn't concern me as much as Armstead. I the thing that for real with the Jets that has been a concern is 40 year old guy. No matter how great his career has been, is still 40 years old behind a. Uh, a subpar O line hmm. is a bad formula, but all of a sudden now it feels like it's going to get equaled out if Armstead's out. You saw last year those splits, Armstead in, Armstead out with the Dolphins mm-hmm. are not jive. I mean, like it's pretty clear that he is a dominator when he's in there and all things go through him. But now, like I, the Dalvin Cook and all the super team and all this kind of stuff, it's like, okay, they they don't have a good offensive line in front of him. So I don't know how far the Jets go in this AFC this year, but now we might say the same thing about the Jets. And now maybe the Bills rise right back up to the top of the division standings as a result. De- of all definitely going to be interesting. I do wonder, as I, I want to look at MVP odds, uh, Sheck, I know you're going to hate this bet, but Aaron Rodgers is sitting there at 15 to one. He's won this award two years ago, right? And won it a few times. And uh, two of the last three. Two of the last three, maybe past his, his prime. There's no denying that. But 15 to one, 
How many guys you taking before Aaron Rodgers before you get to that 15 to 1, Martin? Uh, you don't have to name them. Right, but your uh, ballpark yeah. number. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably say six. Yeah. Shaq, I think your number might even Sticks. be higher. No? Yeah, I mean, you oh, got- I mean, if I'm just if I'm just uh, plucking it out of the sky, like, yeah, I mean, it's let's dispense with the jive here. We only have so much time. It's going to be a QB, QB. right? So right. now you're just talking about quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and so which quarterbacks are positioned to win the division, and that's what it would have to be, right? I mean, you're mm-hmm. not going to end up giving it to Aaron Rodgers if he has a good season and comes in at 10 and seven, right. but Josh Allen is 12 and five and wins the division. Right. I mean, that's that's so, right. So that's not so, going to yeah. be. So you're saying, okay, that's a good way to look at it. So he's not in top six quarterbacks uh, worthy of this award heading into this season. You don't think. Well, that's fair. I mean, I, I'm not as, I'm not as over the moon about uh, the jets yeah. as it seems everybody else is. But if you're, but if you're buying into that, I mean, it's like, Here's the crazy thing. I'll give you my it's not even like a, a long shot MVP play, but well, let me, I let me give the odds you kind of have quick. to win the division. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go Mahomes ahead. six to one, Burrow seven to one, Josh Allen plus seven fifty, Jalen Hurts nine to one, Justin Herbert plus nine fifty, Lamar Jackson fourteen to one, and then we get to Rogers. So you're right. There are that, that was a good number, Martin. If you just take the quarterbacks into account, there are six names ahead of him. Go ahead. So Sheck. Who's your MVP for 2023? Well, the name uh, next to plus 950, Justin Herbert. I think he has a monster year. I've already advocated for him to get the MVP. I have to say something nice about the Chargers. I can't completely (laughs) pull off the Band-Aid, even though we decided to break up in what was that November, December mm-hmm. last year, I finally, I I'd had enough. You know, we, 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 we had the splits better for both of us, probably not coincidentally, they made the playoffs. So, so I wish them nothing but the best. I want to do it, but are they going to beat the chiefs in that and take the division? I, I'm going to, I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to say plus nine fifty. I'm going to, I'm, right. I'm going to roll the dice there. That's a fun one to, uh, to chase. There. Interesting Mark. because I, I wonder, Man, this is a tough one because you're right. They would have to win the division for him to win this, but you don't want to once again pull the trigger potentially on having the Chargers to take that AFC West, but plus 950. And the other one is, is nice. the other one is, I'll just throw out there very quickly is like, you know, we try to think of like, ooh, that'd be an interesting narrative for him to finally break through and get above the, his nemesis, mm-hmm. Mahomes and Herbert to be the guy. But the straighter line, if you kind of think about it in terms of like getting over Mahomes, the guy who has done it is Joe Burrow. And if that team wins 12 or 13 games, yeah. like it'll be a coronation for him and he'll deserve it at this point in his career, Burrow. If he does it again, now the calf injury may be dented and maybe that's why he has uh, some value there. But I think maybe if you're just looking for a nice, clean, this I'm going to be in it pretty much all year long. Uh, you know, this this bet will be... Um, you know, can uh, reasonably coming through for me around New Year's. Mm. Joe Burrow for MVP. I think that's not a bad play at nine to one. He's great. We all love him. The problem, I think, is that when you're in that black and blue division, you're going to get into some 20 to 16 tangles, right? More often than not. And those don't produce the numbers, you know, at the end of the year that kind of lend themselves to MVP. But Shaq, to your point with Herbert, just from a numbers perspective, plus 950 to win MVP better odds than plus 300 to win the AFC West. So that's a good way maybe Mm. to uh, uh, meander around that. Uh, Okay, Martin, MVP. 
You got this. You know, I, th- this is going to sound, because we're going to do our long shot MVP in a minute. Yep. This is going to sound like a long shot MVP, but it's what I'm about to say is, is what Dave just said is true of the man that I'm about to say as well. Derek Carr. I'm, <laughs> oh, no, you're not here to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Martin just vomited on, on his blinds. Yeah. yeah. No, sorry. Uh, but I'm putting, I'm laying on Dak Prescott to win uh, the MVP this year. I considered him. I'm laying on Dak. I considered the Cowboys him. have one of the best defenses in the NFL right now. You add Stephon Gilmore to that, right? So they're, mm-hmm. you want to talk about 2016 games. They should be holding teams under 24 points pretty consistently. If they can score, they have a great shot, I think, of, of looking incredible in this week NFC. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going with Dak. I'm going with Dak. And as my sleeper is switch, I'm still I'm betting on both wait, these guys. On, wait, wait, don't give us a long shot it's yet. A, don't give it. Let, let's no, let's talk. Dak. It's not my this oh. isn't my long shot one, though. Oh, you got another this one? Is, oh. I have two. Yeah. Look, at 25 to one, Sal, I can afford to bet on somebody That's else. That's true. So I'm gonna, you know what I'm doing? I'm taking that extra money and I'm betting on Geno Smith. <laughs> and, and, I think both those Seahawks and, and the Cowboys. Okay. I think the Seahawks and the <laughs> And I have a long shot, but right. I think the Seahawks and the Cowboys both will win their division. Right. Both will should have double digit wins. You want to talk about something being alive in January. I think that's real. Instead of trying to poke on the AFC and trying to figure out which one is going to be better between Allen and her and Burrow and Herbert and Mahomes. Nah, man, stick me over here. My only quarterback competition is Jalen Hurts. All right. Interesting. Well, Dak would have to go back to 2021 when he had 37 touchdowns like that kind of year with 4,500 yards somewhere yeah. and, and probably didn't get any MVP votes that year either. But OK, um, you know what? Uh, I think he's capable. I think he's capable of 25 to one. Yeah, they're going to win the division. I think are they right? They'll be right there in the wild card. I just think it's a good odd. I'm going to be good and boring here and take Patrick Mahomes at plus 650. And I just think it's sound financial advice to keep plugging away on these Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes for MVP. And it's always six to one or plus 650 in this case on Caesars. He obviously won last year. He won in 2018. This is like a hedge fund or an RRA, IRA. I don't have any of the, I don't know what this is. This is what, for people who have leftover gambling money, they put it in this fund and don't worry about it. Just bet this every year and it's going to pay off in three years. I, it just is as long as he stays healthy. I mean, I look at week 15 and week 16, mid-December, what are these odds going to be like if Mahomes is upright He'll likely be in a dogfight with Lamar or Burrow or, you know, or Herbert. But I think he'll probably be about three to one if he's healthy come December. So I think there's good value every single year in Patrick Mahomes, who, by the way, whether it's a referee call or, you know, I think they have like two 1 p.m. Eastern games. They're all over your TV all of time. All highlights Patrick Mahomes. He's a sports center um, MVP, too. So I think plus 650 is the way to go. There, Shaq. I like that. I think like uh, on eight one, you should do that. Like you should just set up your account, yeah. like uh, pay any other bill, just like annually, one time mm. annual. Uh, you know, taps into your bank right. account, takes it out, makes the bet for you. You you don't even know it happened, mm-hmm. but like you say, one out of three years, one out of four years, the next four, you're going to get paid out on that. Mahomes, it's a, it's a great point. I mean, is there any way, think about it, but I'm not convincing you, it's your idea, but you said that a year ago. Mm-hmm. If you said, I'm going to place the same dollar amount 
on Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP each of the next five years. Yeah. Would, would would that not, would you not at minimum break even? Of course you would. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's no way. Is there well, a chance Patrick Mahomes doesn't win an MVP, even counting last year? And this year, and then three more years, he definitely will get one of those MVPs. So at worst, they're going to break even. There's so not a even a bet. chance they have like nine wins. You know what I mean? Like nine and eight would be like, what the hell happened to this team? Like not, not if he's in the lineup, they're not going to be nine and eight. I know we argued about whether he could take the Bears to a playoffs or the champion, whatever. But that, the fact is with the Chiefs and the way they, you know, uh, with Andy Reid involved and the way they rotate their their parts every year, it doesn't really matter. So, yeah, I got Martin. What were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, actually, Sal, is this your wedding anniversary today? It is. Why the hell do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> because it's my birthday. Oh, Last year, it fell on the same yeah. day, so I well, imagine it will fall right. on the same day again. <laughs> it's Jean-Claude Van Damaschek's oh, birthday, too. Man. I'm sorry, not, no, it's Hoover Damaschek's birthday, not Jean-Claude. I, I know I know my son's names. Hoover Damaschek is uh, nine years wow. old, football baby. There's a lot, and black. our buddy Dan Dratch's birthday go. as well. Uh, wow. Holy hell. Martin, I, had I took it. the over. I text Eddie um, at the idiot. top of the show, 15 minutes over under yes. to see what, see what happened. I was we saving are, uh, for over. the end of the show, Martin. Why would I bring that up immediately? I'm an <laughs> idiot. I had it written down and everything. All right, Martin, I'm getting, you know what? Now the ball's in your court. I am, uh, I'm going to give you a free bet for MVP. So, you could spew, you could talk about Geno Smith and Dak Prescott, but really, now that there's money on it, where are you going? Going to free bread? Yeah. Mm. You want to think about it? And then I'll take Herbert. I mean, I'll take Burrow. I've got to go with my guy, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Okay. I'll give you the on, on the free play, on the free roll, I'll take Joe Burrow because he has made me more money in the last three football seasons than anybody, including this job. All right. And I'll give you the, the I'll give you the Dak, uh, I'll give you the Dak long shot as well. So there you go. Uh, I, hey, wait, wait, yes. wait, very quickly, because I like celebrity birthdays on August 17th. Here you go. Doesn't compare with Damashek's, um, of course, with Vince Lombardi and Joe Montana and Jacques Cousteau. Um, and, and Gene Wilder, nevertheless, Bob De Niro, mm-hmm. Boog Powell, Jonathan Franzen, Sean Penn, Juliana Rancic. Who is that? I know that name. Is that a, I can't uh, place desperate, a real housewife? Is that one of the, no, no. Rancic is like Rancic is the guy who won or was on the apprentice way back when mm-hmm. I don't know who she is. Like she said, they're married. Obviously Donnie Wahlberg, Christian Leitner. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. Pretty good list there. Juliana Rancic, Italian-American entertainment reporter, uh, co-anchor of E. That's right. That sounds okay, right. Okay, yeah. Remember her? That's weird. Yeah. I haven't thought of that person in a decade. But yes, yeah, they, she's, uh, I guess, the spouse of yeah. the guy who won or was on the inaugural. All uh, right. Check. Uh, I don't know whatever happened to anybody else on that. Show. I don't see her odds for a uh, long shot MVP, but I mean, I no. you would probably no, get probably like 120 to one. What, who do you like for your long shot? My long shot is I'm just going to throw this out as a man of the people. I don't buy it, but I think a lot of people looking for a long shot um, will like Brock Purdy at 45 to one. Mm-hmm. If you buy the Tom Brady I was looking at that. and where he is and all that so- sophomore year, good team doesn't have to do everything. Could see that happening. You know where I'm going? I'm going at 50 to one. Mr. Kirk Cousins. Oh, that's mine as well. That was mine go. as well. And I don't even like this guy, but I don't. Well, but, I, I think he's a. It seems likable on the videos. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean on the no, show I mean, and everything. Yeah, but, but when I mean in, in past years when people talk about him for MVP and stuff, and he's fifty to one. You said right. Um, 
50 to one. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you're making the same case as me, obviously as a stats machine, generally Jordan Addison counts as an upgrade to Adam Thielen at this point in his career. Obviously you have the best uh, pass catcher. Now you have a questionable defense, maybe a little bit better than we thought it was going to be like three months or so ago. It looks like they're going to be okay there, but you figure they're going to be in some shootouts here. O'Connell skews, you know, to probably another year that being a, a nice offensive powerhouse. So yeah. And, and, and no Dalvin cook means somebody's got to right. generate the, the, the numbers there. And so that falls on that, uh, on old Kirk. Here. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no, I don't be sorry. Plus KJ Osborne plus TJ Hawkinson. The, the pushback is, well, they won 13 games last year and he didn't win MVP and he had 4,500 yards. So that, and that's why he's 50 to one, I guess. But um, and they're probably not winning 13 games again this year, but they have been made and spaghetti. I know on a uh, minus three is with me with the, when you guys went over the NFC uh, North, they've been made second class citizens in that division because everyone loved what they saw out of the lions week 18 against a miserable Packers team. When Megan Galley was doing comedy, which I, I'm not even sure it happened because we were all watching her do comedy. So, but anyway, we'll have to assume it happened. And uh, 4,529 touchdowns last year. If you bump that up a couple hundred yards and he has between 37 and 39, if this Addison kid is as remarkable as we might think, I think he's in the running at 50 to one. Now, Martin, you had two guys who you didn't think were long shots who were kind of long shots. So I'm excited to see who your long shot is now at this point. Well, because here's the thing. If Kirk Cousins does anything like he did last year, the conversation will be the same one it was last year. Mm-hmm. Can Justin Jefferson really win the MVP? So I'm thinking, all right, it's you, you would think you'd be a long shot quarterback. I got you. Instead, going the other way. Dave, you were almost there. You almost had your finger on it. It's not going to be Mr. Irrelevant for your long shot MVP, Brock Purdy. Instead, it would be the MVP. Uh, no, <laughs> it'd be the MVP of the second half of last year after the trade deadline, Christian McCaffrey. He'll be at least in the conversation wow. if the 49ers have that they should have. I mean, they should they have a super ready roster. They should have double digit wins. And I just think Seattle's gonna win the division in part because of Brock Purdy. And it's, you know, there are I just say the quarterback conundrum because Brock Purdy doesn't have an elbow. Sam Darnold is who he is, and Trey Lance is who he is. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And so I think that Christian McCaffrey is gonna be a focal point of one of the better teams in the NFC. And you can see, like, at the end of this, week 13, 14, there's always one position player that is like, hmm, is Jonathan Taylor really the MVP here? Mm-hmm. It's going to be Christian McCaffrey in that conversation. Boy, that's fine. So it's like Jonathan Taylor. What was that? Uh, two years ago, we were having that discussion about him getting MVP. And yes, those narratives, the, the voters are human beings, as it turns out, just like the rest of us. So I could see them being seduced by going back to Kirk Cousins, like, well, now we like him because we watched him on Netflix quarterback and maybe we didn't appreciate him enough. And now last year and in fact, the last eight years haven't been a mirage. He's good. And look, he did it in a tough division now, um, got over on Goff's Lions and uh, loves uh, Packers and all that. Um, I think that's great. I also think a narrative is like that you're getting to, uh, Martin. Don't the voters want to disprove the idea that it has to be a quarterback at some point? Isn't that going to be something that yeah. there will be enough buzz? Like we got we this award is turning into a joke on some level. Like we only give it the one position ever. We got to shake it up. You would think at the voter level, that would be something they would say to each other. Like starting to feel 
not not credible because we only give it to to the QBs ever. I I like that. He would just have to have a monster year. I, it I, wouldn't have fifteen hundred and ten touchdowns. No. Ain't gonna do it. It's have to be a historic. Year. But we saw Derrick Henry had an historic year, and all these guys. Like I I think you're right. I think they have to either buck the trend or come out and say eh, this is a quarterback award. All right, so don't waste your money on anybody else right. because it has been fourteen year, thirteen years, twelve years. Adrian Peterson. 2012. So there've been 12 winners. And in that time, we've seen some incredible performances by, I'll, I'll just say like wide receivers, just in general. Uh, we, you know, we saw Jefferson's year last year. We've seen how, how many other wide receivers, you know, uh, Cooper cup the year before They're like, Oh, don't worry. Those guys will win offensive player of the year. We got something for those guys, but, uh, and McCaffrey Megatron had that borderline 2000, yeah. yard season. Mm-hmm. I feel like Adrian Peterson had some, I mean, like, I'm probably conflating the wrong seasons, but like Adrian Peterson is a rookie. Mm-hmm. Do I have that right? Peterson was a rookie when Favre had his magic year in Minnesota. Or was he in year two? But either there's a year in there where you could make a case for Peterson being the best player, or yeah. you know the MVP. Yeah, I, yeah. there's plenty of great, uh, great skills position players out there other than quarterbacks who could make a, a claim for it. So I think you're right. They have to, they have to do something with this award. I will say I'm looking at Caesars right now. Shame on them. <laughs> Matt Ryan, 80 to one odds. Matt Ryan. And and how does this make Patriots fans feel? Mac Jones is also 80 to one. <laughs> yeah, you're quarterback. Sam Darnold's in there. <laughs> I did see Sam Darnold's name pop. Eight, oh, eight, yeah, the red rifle is <laughs> in there. There's some funny ones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there are some good ones here. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, I'm looking down the list. Aaron Donald, that's terrible. 300 to one. Yeah, I don't know. 300 to one. Yeah, Ken Pickett's like, what's he, 60 to one? Uh, how about? Yeah, I think he's. No, I'm not advocating for anybody to make that. You just said Ken Pickett. You just said it. I'm saying names. I didn't say I would bet on him to be an MVP. I think he's more. Oh, you know, he's. How is it? Yeah. To to your point, how is it that Deshaun Watson, who you know, obviously not played much football in the last in the last 24 months, but prior to that was pretty doggone good, Mm -hmm. is the same exact odds as Trey Lance. Who has played yeah. eight professional football games? And Some of these are like really funny. To practice is Canadian. The lack of imagination. I uh-huh. feel like people say that. Well, Deshaun Watson, no one would ever vote for him, and I keep pointing back to it. But Ray Lewis got the Super Bowl MVP in the year where people were like, "Oh man!" Like there were there was but remember the two weeks running up to that game yeah. about how big, like all the questions and how how prickly like. Uh, Billick got and everything. They were super like circle the wagons and the society was anti Ray Lewis. Hey, he won the Super Bowl MVP. So Deshaun Watson, if they, you know, if they somehow got over and won the AFC North and Deshaun Watson had a great year, like, I don't think it's implausible yeah. that people would say, Hey, got to vote for him. Hey, I'm doing my job. Objectively. He's the best player in football. I absolutely. But the Ray Lewis, I can see Deshaun but, Watson win. You'll it. remember better than I do. Who, who else could have won that? I mean, that was one game. You know what I mean? Like that would have been, Obvious, maybe not to give it. I I can't remember the stats for that game. I know that Dwayne Starks, maybe like had a pick six. I mean, there was nobody. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. There was no great name, but uh, they got a they got a kickoff return for a touchdown that kind of 
put the game away there. Spaghetti remembers that game well, right? Spaghetti. That yeah, that's not that's the, the Giants lost. That that whole game changed. I believe the Giants had a defensive touchdown that was called back or something. And <laughs> from that point on, it was just like it was Could've a had it. blowout. <laughs> yeah, that's done. Spaghetti, I, I am remember. looking. This is a bet you might consider because uh, an emotional hedge bet. Kadarius Tony is five hundred to one to win MVP. Now, if that happens, you're going to be beside yourself, former Giants. So maybe put a couple bucks on it just so that, you know. Dimes is 60 I, yeah. to one, isn't he? Or is he 50 to one? Uh, 50. Is he 50? Yeah. 50. Yeah. yeah. There's, a better chance, there's a better chance Antonio Brown wins NFL MVP <laughs> over Canary's Tony. Canary's Tony Sheck. <laughs> Jack's early prediction of Tony being a difference maker is uh, afraid that's not going to really work out for him. That that, that, a, a it's not case. a knock on me at all to say that he when he got hurt. I mean, what, you can't. I, Which I, is his, I'm to counsel for somebody getting that, hurt. That's the story of his career. He's constantly hurt and constantly on social media complaining hurt. about the people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's just not, not a good pick. All right, I shot my mouth off in June. So what? <laughs> I'm look. I love these names. Zeke is five hundred to one. Matt, your your guy Matthew Judon, uh, five hundred to one. Martin, but you bring up Antonio yeah. Brown. I, Antonio Brown should have better odds than Matt Ryan at this point. And with both of them, neither of them being on a roster. Come on. Some of these are fun. Oh, Ice says Ice announced earlier this week, in case you missed it, that He's he is available. He is? He is He is willing to talk to teams out there. Who would have known? Get in line behind Carson Wentz. Who the hell would Who would you known? rather have? You have to choose one guy or the other right now. You got to go Wentz, right? Isn't that <clears> the greatest damning thing you could say about Ice? <laughs> if it was like... All right, our starters no, out. I, I guess we got to take Wentz. Right. Can't go ice. I, I would. I right. I will call Antonio Brown. <laughs> I swear. I yeah. Antonio Brown and, and hire a whole wing of psychologists before I will call Carson Wentz to come be my starting quarterback. I'd have Antonio Last Brown year, as quarterback. Hurt yeah, both feet on one play. Right. Think about it. <laughs> it's he not easy. Both of his feet on one play. <laughs> That's that's remarkable. I do. We're going to go over the divisions next week, but I just with the Colts, I was thinking about it and they were so such a joke last year between Jeff Saturday and the owner and Matt Ryan. Did he have like 28 turnovers and and 12 games or something? What was his number? It was really, really stupid. But are they the team? Are they the cursed uh, karma team with the evil owner now that Dan Snyder is out? Could that be it, Shaq? Could it just be Anthony Richardson on the sideline, a cutaway of him drinking like sewage water from the Gatorade cooler, just like because everything falls apart for this team, regardless of who the coach is? I, I'm trying to think like the word cursed uh, has has some weight to it to me. It's like, you know, Icarus or like the the old man at the end of uh, Last Crusade, you know, when he finds when he finds the mm-hmm. the chalice the uh, and he drinks it. And uh, and then he melts away. He's like he he chose poorly. Mm. Like um, Jim Irsay is bringing this all on himself, right? He's got this Icarus like yeah. trajectory now. Like, what are you doing with messing with Jonathan Taylor? Like, you're now for what it Matt, Maybe it'll resolve itself. Right. But he's talking big. Like, I'm done with this team. Like, what 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 are you doing? What are you doing, man? You're the owner of the team. You can't be attacking your best player. But now he has. And in a related matter, I'm happy to make another announcement here. Indianapolis Colts. Good luck with with Anthony Richardson. I like the kid, but in 2023, 
techno playoffs. Oh, it's been a minute. If you parlay all these teams, if Uh you come up with as many as six teams announcing that they will not make the playoffs, that would be a pretty weighty parlay, right? Get there. Get there by next week. Let's see. I think you have two so far. Wait, who did you? Did you say the Titans? I said the Titans. So now you have two from the same. That was a bold one to start. That was a tough place to start, but I've done it. Well, it's bold that you now have two from the same division. That's what's bold. And uh, it's one of your first couple of picks. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm all over the Colts here on the the, uh, negative side here. Uh, All right. Listen. Get all over the Jags. Best record in the AFC. That's a that's a a very think solid so? play. They still think, play yes. that first place. What? They still play that first place schedule though, right? Don't they have Buffalo, San Francisco, and the Chiefs? So how many yeah. right. how many of those you have them winning? Well, if you but right, but then look at the rest of no, the 2022 division winners, and you assume that all of them mm. are going to repeat, with the possible exception of the Bills in my mind. Um, so. Yeah, you know, you're running with the the other teams that would be eligible. Yeah. You would suspect to get the top seed are also playing first place schedule, so it that that evens out. And it, you know, it's unsatisfying. It's what I always talk about with Florida sports. It doesn't feel. Is it going to be great as a football fan if it's the Jacksonville Jaguars are the best team in no. the AFC, especially in what's going to be? You're not going to like that. It's not going to feel good. But I think that's the way it's going to go. Think, think of it. Think through that Jags roster. Look, look at the division. And you you make sense of how that team doesn't not just win it, but get to like 12, 13 wins. And once you get to there, you're going to be in the Martin, mix for the I, first overseas. I can't overseas. get there with them or with that coach. I know he won a Super Bowl with Foles and everything, but I, I feel like he's as lucky as he is good. I, I, that that season, last, first of all, they beat Josh Dobbs week 18, barely. And it was because like a, a defensive touchdown, barely, to get into the playoffs. Then they they lose an unlosable game. To the Chiefs. I'm going out of order here. They beat the Chargers only, I think, because Staley is the worst coach this this decade. And they they uh they they <laughs> they blew what a 24-point lead, whatever. They uh they beat the Chargers mm-hmm. and then they lose an unlosable game, as I said, to the Chiefs. I I, I don't I don't want to put them there uh just yet. But I do you disagree? I'm not buying it. Yeah, I'm not buying it at all. You're like, not picking all, somebody else, team. are you? In the division, to come you, know, out of you the guys South? at least I might agree take Tennessee. Win, right? I, might, I think this is yeah. could be a last hurrah season for Tennessee, and the, that DeAndre hmm. Hopkins signing, much like the Danelle Hunter signing for the Vikings, makes me think, oh wow, this team's not done yet. You know, this isn't a rebuilding year. And I think like the the Titans had like thirty four players on IR last year. It was a, it was a disaster for them. It's so. on a bad injury luck. Yeah. And again, I think they're probably the best coach in the division. I right. know that Peterson won a Super Bowl with us. I think Vrabel is probably the better coach overall. But, yeah, I'm probably right sitting here right now without really diving into it. I'd say the Jaguars probably win the division. But the concept that they could be the best team in the AFC sounds crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, just last year, like, I was just looking at this game the other day. The Cowboys should have beat them. They, they won a whole bunch of games down the end of the stretch. They had to win, like, seven in a row right. to, to make the playoffs even. And of those seven, like two of them, they should have lost in the first place. And then like, right. If if they just, if the chargers run the ball, mm-hmm. then we're not even talking about the Jaguars in the same way. Cause they never make it to Arrowhead. Right. Cause that's really where it was. It was like, Oh wow. You know, they had this huge comeback. Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions in that playoff game. And I get it. He threw five touchdowns mm-hmm. throughout the entire playoffs, but still four interceptions and a half. There were people, I was sitting next to one of them on the radio live at the time saying, 
Should they take Trevor out of this game because hmm. he's playing so poorly? I disagreed, but the point remains: right. people out there were thinking it. That's where this Jaguars team was just twelve months ago. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I know sounds... Calvin Ridley's a stud, but it's just a lot. It's a, that's a big jump to me. It seems weird to say this, but they're playing in a division where the teams are at least trying this year. Like the Colts were such a mess and such a with between the Matt Ryan and hiring a broadcaster as a coach, and the you know, and then you had. Uh, Tennessee, like I said, massive amount of injuries they couldn't overcome, even though they had the best coach in the division. Then you had the Texans, who were kind of trying to lose until the last game with Lo- Lovey Smith. So I don't, I don't think you have that advantage. Uh, uh, but there's so much. So Here's much. the thing: two ahead. things. Two things quickly. I didn't say best team. I said best record. Sure, yeah. Same thing that happened with the Titans two right. years ago. They were not the best team in the AFC, and they went out at home to the Bengals in the first round. Mm. Um, I, I'm not. I, I'm just saying in that division, they will have the most wins as a result. of. So this what is that? 13 and four or 14 and three? I mean, those are your, I think choices. about, I, I think, yeah, like, uh, you know, uh, 12 and five ish. Um, oh, there'll be a 13 win team, right? At top. If you're betting them for best, uh, best in the well, league. It's a great, well, that's a great question. If you don't like the Jags, mm-hmm. who do you think is getting the, 13. Well, the, you know, the Chiefs the are always AFC. in the conversation. The Chiefs are always, no matter what, they're, they're favored. Chiefs in, and Bungles, right? Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs, I think, are favored in 16 of 17 games or something. And the Bengals are probably, yeah, but that's just such a tough division. Like, they, uh, they, How much stock do you put in that, though? Like, if if a team is favored, like, I know the Saints right now are favored in, like, some, like, 11 of 17 not games. Not all of it, no. Like, how much... No, and I, I wanted to jump in on uh, Eddie's behalf. Nick Costas is is great on uh, on minus three last week, but w- the way he broke down the Giants' schedule and says, "Well, they're essentially going to lose these games because there's underdog." There's there's coin flip underdog games like the Giants will probably be a two point underdog at Washington, right? And they'll probably be a seven point underdog at the sure. at the Cowboys. So you got to put those games in different categories. You can't just say, well, they're favored here and they're an underdog here. Yeah, they're big favorites here or big underdog. You know, you know what I mean? So yeah, there's because the, the, that's the, the thing I'm looking at. Like every week, I'm sorry, every week you look at the slate and you see if you see three teams that are favored by 14 or more, you know one of them is going to lose. Oh, I know it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like almost <laughs> oh, and it's like how many uh, five dogs went outright per week, damn near. Right. So it's like everybody's like, well, they're favored in 16 to 17 games. So they're gonna lose some of those. Right. Like, I don't it's just, it doesn't, it seems to be one of those stats that doesn't truly matter to me that people throw out all the right. time. There you go. All right, listen, let's take a quick break. We've gone at it a long time. There's so much to talk about with this NFL stuff. It's amazing. Uh, Bab, I, I know you're moving on. Go ahead, I'm just saying, go. week one. Yeah. You know, I don't like when division teams play. Colts, division. right? Yeah. I don't like all that. No. Oh. The biggest game, I dare say, maybe on this whole week one slate. Mm-hmm. Cowboys Giants. I think it's good. It will be, I know it won't define the rest of the season necessarily, but it will be an important a piece of information for us going forward. Right. Because I, I mean, I don't like the Giants being a dog at home to the Cowboys. I don't exactly get that right now. But anyway, I think that game looms kind of big. I think we'll, we'll you know, that was my pushback on Costas. It was like, okay, but those numbers are going to change right. after we see the week one results. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know how much you're going to lean into those right yes, now. Yes, that's absolutely true. Spaghetti had a chance to make that one of his guaranteed wins. I, don't, I think he passed on it, right, Spaghetti? I gave you three guaranteed wins for the Giants. If you could uh, wave a magic wand, it is a big game. 
Yeah, I wanted the I wanted the Eagles games, and I, I think it is a big game. But I also think for either team, if the Cowboys win within one touchdown or the Giants win within one touchdown, I don't think it's going to necessarily change the course of either team's season. I mean, the Giants have routinely gotten beat uh, the last few years by the Cowboys and the Eagles, and they made the playoffs last year and won a playoff game. So it's like they could they could survive. Bigger game it. for the Cowboys. Always a bigger game for the favorite, right? Pretty Good. much if you if you do that. Right. Well, yeah. we're not talking about making the playoffs now, Spaghetti. We're talking about being a legitimate team to to try and be playing the last Sunday right. uh, uh, in the NFC. I mean, like that's what we're talking. I'm not talking about like, can you have another cute season? I'm talking about, you know, are the Cowboys oh. for real? Like, can they really get there? Can the Giants really do this with Dayball in year two? Mm-hmm. Not about getting the nine now. It's about getting to like twelve. That's right. True. He called your season cute spaghetti. I don't know. I don't know if I would take that. And said your nine seven one was cute. Go win a playoff game on the road and it's cute. I know. I'm that? in the same boat. Believe me, I don't want any cute fun stories about like we didn't have a losing season again. Now yeah. it's time. That's the same for you, Spaghetti. <clears throat> right. We're in the same boat. Now it's time. Spaghetti yes. vomits in boats. He told us be ahead of time. So get him out of the boat. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back with our play of the day. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. 
helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, play of the day for Thursday. Boy, it's tough. These Dodgers are ridiculous. And I don't know why, Martin, we're just not all over them. And especially in August with what they do. They're uh they're they're like 22 and 6 in August, or you know, just in previous August, they just light it up. The pitching comes together. Whoever they pick up at the trade deadline, uh dominant. I I'm not no hyperbole saying dominate. These guys are getting two, two, three hits a game. Some of them uh throw them in the uh, lineup here. Kiki Hernandez, but it's tough to try to figure out how to make money off of them because they're such a prohibited favorite. Now they won nine in a row. Is that what it is? More or nine out of 10? I think 10, 10 in a row. So yeah, so 10 in a row. I got to go. I got to go player been, prop here. I'm going to go uh, Mookie Betts over one and a half total bases plus 120. He's exceeded this number four straight at home. In fact, he has averages 2.8 bases over that stretch. Uh, we don't need the 0.8. Let's just get to two. Uh, I don't think he's faced Corbin Burns before, but not a problem for Mookie or these Dodgers. Take uh, bets over one and a half total bases plus one twenty. Martin, what you got? I mean, you took them when they didn't. You come, scared right? me, Sal. Yeah, <laughs> you scared me. I thought you were about to say my play because I'm taking the Dodgers one and a half. Yeah, because in the last ten days, they have covered that mark. They have only not covered it twice right. in the last ten days. So they're eight and two over the run line mm-hmm. in the last ten days. Death taxes, Dodgers run line. Lance Lynn's go. been great. Probably the best arm pickup uh, in the league. Um, yeah, low number on the money line, minus 155, but plus 140. And on that run line there, which Martin rightly points out, they cover more times than not, like at 80% of their wins are at that number. All right, Shaq, play of the day. Easy peasy. I'll just say, did you hear Martin? Then if you did, I say did it. That's exactly right. Plus 140 is the is the right play here for the home team in Chavez Ravine face and a good Brewers team. Burns is good, but inexplicably, as lo- at least if you have followed baseball the last few years, where is this Lance Lynn I know. resurrection coming through? And it's been sustained, by the way. Right. All right. Lance Lynn, I guess, you know, it. it, it Three starts, three quality starts since he since he uh, mm-hmm. put on the Dodger blue. And for what it matters, Burns kind of got knocked around in his last start. Yeah. But, you know, I'm really leaning into the hot hand, the hot team, Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers, 14 and one. This is the number I was trying to pick. 14 and one so far in August, 2022 in August, 22 and six. Two years ago, they were 21 and six in August. Three years ago, 21 and seven. Those numbers are phenomenal. They've won nearly 80% of their games in August over the last four seasons, 78 and 20. Let's jot this down somewhere on our calendars next to Martin's birthday, if we could. And by the way, let's also jot this down. No offense, Brewers or Red Legs or what? I don't know. Listen, Giants, it's cute, all that stuff. Let's just cut to the chase. Some years we should just be able to uh, say as uh, at the fan level, we don't need the extraneous jive. More games is generally good, but let's just get Braves v. Dodgers, a.k.a. the the 90s cursed team of the National League, the Braves, mm-hmm. against the 21st century cursed uh, juggernaut Dodgers. We can call it the the Packers Bowl or something like that since Rodgers and Farmer won two titles total between them. Right. This is very similar to the Braves and Dodgers who've dominated the National League for, what, 35 years now and have won very few crowns as a result of it. The um, National League seems to Dodgers screw this better. up. 
I know the Braves are the yeah, best team. They will. That's the, what I'm saying. They're going to screw yeah, it up again. Yeah, the Phillies are like uh, they'll, they'll they'll knock off the Braves in the second round or something. It'll be stupid. Yeah. Uh, all right. Quick break, and then uh, I want to talk real quick uh, about Notre Dame and the greatest 21s. This is we're 21 days out of the NFL kickoff. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, we're back. Spaghetti on Against All Odds. We're going to preview uh, Notre Dame today. I looked at their number. It's over eight and a half or over or under, whichever way you want to go with it. I'm curious about your thoughts. I think looking at their schedule, there's not a great ceiling, not a great basement. I think the play is to bet them exactly eight wins or exactly nine. Pick one. One's plus 260. One's plus 230. Do you think this is a smart way to go? Like they're not going to be six and six. And they're not going to be 11 and one. I don't know. I just, I just picked those numbers eight and nine. Do you see it any other way? I, I think this could be the best Notre Dame team we've seen in Whoa. quite some time. Uh, I really do. I think getting in a quarterback who's a difference maker and Sam Hartman is just the program really hasn't had that uh, a guy that like that, that good. I mean, Ian book was fantastic, but he was a, you know, a low level three-star recruit kind of just, he just found a way to get things done. Mm -hmm. I think that the running game they have uh, highlighted by Audrey Gastame is just phenomenal. Their offensive line is one of the best in the country and they have Joe Alt, who could be the, he's going to probably be the first tackle taken the draft. Um, he's going to be a top five pick when he declares. So you have that. And then plus Marcus Freeman, obviously defensive head coach, um, the defense will be ready to go. They have one of the best cornerbacks in the country. A guy could have went to, to Alabama. And I just think the mix of high in talent um, with like just guys like the veterans on the team that have been around and a quarterback you can rely on is great. Plus I do think their schedule is favorable in the sense that Ohio state travels to South Bend. Right. I don't, I think this is kind of a, I'm not going to say down year for OSU. It's never a down year, but I don't think they have, there's no CJ Stroud last year playing against mm -hmm. CJ Stroud is a tough thing to do with the insane receivers that the Buckeyes have. Now you have kind of an unproven quarterback and yes, obviously they still have Marvin Harrison jr. But I think that's a winnable game for Notre Dame. Um, they and got also, some off, Ohio state got some offensive line problems too. They lost right, and, and, and Notre well, Dame doesn't have that. They have, I think they have all their returning linemen back or four out of five. Is that what it is? Plus the running game intact. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And plus to, and to make Martin happy on his birthday, I think Michigan is far and away the best team in the big 10, but, and then also having you make him happy. Come, that puts pressure on him. Now you got the curse is supposed to hanging around your neck. Happy birthday. There you go. 
But you know what? It, it, you know what? Legitimately, it was the thought that counted because I always dunk on another day, and I appreciated that, Eddie. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, Michigan's offensive line with their running attack is going to be amazing, and uh, I do, I do think Harbaugh may actually get it done this year. But anyway, back to the schedule. I mean, it comes down to those three games: the OSU game, the uh, USC game at home, and then hmm. they have to play Clemson on the road. I think Clemson's a little overhyped. They're not really loving what they have. I think the toughest game actually in the schedule is still SC traveling to them because. If Caleb Williams is the real deal, if he's kind of this like Mahomes 2.0, that's going to be a tough one. But I think last year that game could have went a lot of different ways. It was a really bad fumble by, by Drew Pine and that where Notre Dame could have actually got into a one score game. Michael Mayer was feasting on SC. So I think this is going to be an interesting one. I I think if Notre Dame wins two out of the three of those games, which I think is entirely possible, they will be in the mix for a a playoff. So they can lose to like Delaware. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, didn't you lose to like Delaware State in South Bend or That's something? That's what like I that? worry I mean, about. I like, Always the one weird game, right? And early on, that's right. Isn't that here's what I'll a, say, Spaghetti? Yeah. If you buy a double digit, I'll tell you what. Even nine wins, if they are front loaded wins in terms of the schedule. If you're like you know when USC's coming to town and the Irish are undefeated. And Sam Hartman has a good game, like a Brady Quinn level ought six against mighty USC level game. Like it's not his fault that they lose Sam Hartman at 18 to one to get the Heisman's a great play. Mm. Imagine Freeman in year two, the Irish are fully back. This guy has resurrected them and then they're doing it on the handsome young transfer Sam Hartman. Who's been through some stuff. The buzz for that. Well, it sells itself. That's a great play at 18 to one spaghetti. You have to do it. Done. And done. I, I'm, I'm big For into Martin's them. Birthday. I, I actually do think though, because of how good their O-line is and how like they could just dominate teams on the ground and just chew up the clock. I do think it'll be more of a rushing attack than the Sam Harmon, you know, story of the year. But I, I do really love their receiving core, super young receiving core. Hmm. should be great. The last thing I will say, this is kind of like a Harry stat, but the last time, Notre Dame was ranked number 13 in the first poll of the Uh-oh. season. They won the national title. Oh, so. lucky 13. <laughs> well, all right, real quick, though. Sheck pointed out uh, a substantial favorite against Navy. Um, yeah, Tennessee State at NC State, home for Central Michigan. Really should be 4-0. Really should. You mentioned that Ohio State game. Okay, you have them at home. Then you're at Duke. You're at Louisville. You win that one. You beat Ohio State. That's when the Heisman running. buzz will yeah, go. Yeah, for right. sure. Now, I, I know... Um, well, it's interesting, Eddie, because you, you didn't like it. And I, I, I put poke some holes in Nick Costas's thing where you go by, OK, what are they favored by? Are they going to win? But this jumped out at me. They have odds and spreads on every game. USC at Notre Dame. What do you think the line is, Eddie? I'm uh, right now. I'm guessing USC probably is favored. Uh, the Notre Dame is probably well, underdogs at home. home it's dogs it's at home. Yeah. 10. It's, you think 10, Shaq? I would. I, I was. I would say nine and a six, half. I was going to say maybe a touchdown. I thought six and a half, seven. It's one and a half. One and a what? half. This Ooh. Notre Dame team is for real, spaghetti. Well, Holy yeah, and, and, and SC. Yeah, SC. They're they're a lot of their mistakes are covered by the play of their quarterback. I mean, you also saw 
after the great game by Caleb Williams, and then they go and play Utah, mm-hmm. uh, a banged up Utah team in the, in the Pac-12 uh, championship. Utah ran the ball in their throats. Like they were not on this. They were didn't belong on the same field as them. If you're a team that can manhandle SC, they're terrible in the trenches. I think Notre Dame was a real shot to beat them. Well, USC. What's uh, that pit number? What's pit at South Bend? I didn't see that one. Coming to get you. I, I, I did. Coming to get that's you. That's true. That's the week. Uh, that you know, that's the sandwich game, Sheck, because Notre Dame is USC and then Pitt and then Clemson. So that could be the look ahead or or you know emotionally. Oh, you know, but nobody. Uh, don't do yourself uh, a favor. Don't look past the Pitt Panthers. They're for real. Double digit wins back to back for the I first time. I bet them in over forever. six and a half. I bet them over six I, and a half. A, so there you go. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I just saw it at seven today. Uh, they go I up. cannot believe once again that yeah. the numbers. I don't up. understand. They they did very well after Kenny Pickett. Uh, and uh, they, they filled right. in a running back to, uh, to replace the guy on, on the Jets here. All right, listen, uh, 21 days, greatest 21s. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know. Is there anyone better than Zeke at 21? I know it's a football only yeah. assignment. I, I refuse to play ball with that. I know. It's Clementi. Oh yeah. Good good night and good luck. That's it. <laughs> Martin, do you have anything to add? Tim Duncan, Dion. The first 21 that I think of that the, the 21 that is emblazoned in my brain is hilarious because he didn't even retire as a 21. But Minnesota Kevin Garnett. When I oh, think right. of 21, those are the first two. That's who I think of first. But it's, it's Dion. Yeah. Dion. Tomlinson. Uh, Woodson was 21. Dion Figures. <laughs> Dion Figures, who got shot. He was out in uh, Compton one night at like 3 a.m. and he got shot through the driver's side door, hit him in the leg. Wow. He's like, I wasn't even involved. I just was driving through. Anyway, I love it. That was what I remember about Dion F- Figures. All right. That, there you go. Bad luck. Martin. That is bad luck. Only good luck on your birthday. Happy birthday. What is this? This is 27, I think. No. Just go with 27. I'll go with it. Yeah, he'll take it. 27. He's Franco. He's Franco this year. <laughs> Sheck, what can we Jim expect Brown. on minus three? By the way, uh, uh, now this is like a month ago when Jeff Schwartz was on minus three, but the 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 stat that keeps jumping out at me, USC is the Doug Peterson of, of college football a little bit last year and that they got every single turnover. I think there were 13 fumbles. Uh, their first 13 fumbles they recovered, whether it was one of their guys uh, – botching it or uh, picking up a def- uh, another fumble. So uh, that's why I go under on USC and I give Notre Dame a, a dec- really decent chance at that. But anyway, what do you got on uh, minus three coming up today? Well, I, I can guarantee it'll be good. Uh, as soon as we're done here, we're going to jump on with our guy, Will Brinson from CBS, of course, the pick six podcast. Mm. And uh, we'll do our annual exercise of ranking the quarterbacks in the South of the NFC. And then we'll maybe dip into some AFC South, maybe some ACC. We'll see what we get to. Put Dak in the top eight, at least, for God's sake, for for quarterbacks. Come on. He deserves top eight. eight. Let's see. Don't don't lead him in any direction, but uh, let's see if he ends up top eight. It's got to be. Okay. We, Interesting. He's the I mean, classic he's like the, the fantasy. Second third best quarterback of the NFC right For sure. Now. He's wide, the third. Like we, but that, that we, should put him at eight. We got to stop. Yes. All right. Uh, we got to stop this with that. We will stop it at least on Martin's birthday. Happy Burton, happy Burton, Martin. Happy birthday, Martin. Reminder, mm-hmm. everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. See you next week.